It's Tuesday, June 8, 2010. New spills and toxic dumps. Another very bad week for the fossil fuel industry. In the Gulf, girding up for the long haul. We're dealing with an aggregation of hundreds or thousands of patches of oil that are going a lot of different directions. Plus, will Democrats finally use the BP oil disaster to pass clean energy legislation? We now actually import more oil than we did before 9-11. It's insulting to common sense. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Experts are estimating that the oil could continue leaking through Christmas, which means there's a good chance the hot holiday toy this year is going to be the clean it yourself egret. Oh, if only that weren't true. This is your green news report. Just think of their faces. Today's Green News Report is sponsored in part by Velvet Revolution's Stop the Chamber campaign. Holding corporate criminals accountable. Please log on, sign in, and donate to StopTheChamber.com today. That's StopTheChamber.com. Okay, Des, day 50. Day 50 of the uh, Gulf oil disaster. And by the way, today is World Oceans Day. Gee, is there anything going on in the oceans today? Awkward. <laughs> well, we'll get to the BP oil disaster in the Gulf in a moment. But first, it's not the only fossil fuel accident going on. Last week, BP had another oil spill, this time on the Alaska pipeline, where poor maintenance is blamed for a spill of 100,000 gallons of crude on the pristine Alaskan tundra. Didn't hear much about that for some reason, did we? Gosh, I wonder why. But wait, there's more. BP has other problems with accidental spills. BP officials announced another dumping problem in Texas, this time of a group of toxic chemicals like benzene totaling 500,000 pounds over a 40-day period, but they only managed to mention it to the Texas air quality regulators on Friday. The kicker, it's at the same BP refinery where an explosion killed 15 people in 2005. You know, I wrote about this at bradblog.com after our friend up in Alaska, blogger Gene Devon, also known as AK Muckraker, called for the corporate death penalty at this point for BP. Couldn't agree more. If corporations are people, as the Supreme Court decided, then while we're against the actual death penalty, I see nothing wrong with the corporate death penalty and putting these companies out of our misery. And that's not all. Even more problems for the fossil fuel industry. In the last five days, two exploratory natural gas wells exploded. One in Pennsylvania last week. No one was injured, thankfully. But the state has now halted work at dozens of gas wells in Pennsylvania for inspections. In West Virginia, seven drill workers were injured on Monday when an exploratory well exploded. Yesterday, near Dallas, Texas, utility crews accidentally cut into a natural gas line, triggering an explosion that officials now confirm killed one worker. Any explosions at uh, wind farms in the past week or two? Not that we know of. Any solar spills from solar farms that we know of? Not that we know of. Okay, just checking. And it is day 50, as you mentioned, of the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, about 39 million gallons released so far, depending on who you ask. Coast Guard Admiral Thad Allen says that the Top Hat device is capturing, oh, a third to maybe even a half of the oil coming from the undersea gusher, but he still painted a dismal picture, saying the cleanup efforts for the disaster in the Gulf will take years. The spill has disaggregated itself. We're no longer dealing with a large monolithic spill. We're dealing with an aggregation of hundreds or thousands of patches of oil that are going a lot of different directions. 
In a briefing today, NOAA Administrator Jane Lubchenco announced the government has confirmed the presence of undersea oil plumes in the water column and says that NOAA will release more information after the water samples are verified. Those are the plumes, of course, the BP has been denying exist for weeks. Yep. The next step is for BP to attempt to replace the current cap with a larger one, which will hopefully be a tighter fit that is scheduled over the next month, along with another device that should allow the whole apparatus to be disconnected so the ships can evacuate in the event of a hurricane. Will any of this have an effect on climate and clean energy legislation? The Democrats have had a golden opportunity here to use this backdrop to push once and for all for clean energy legislation. Barack Obama started doing it last week, and we heard this week John Kerry on ABC News This Week. Yes, the author of the currently stalled Senate bill made the case in a debate against Republican Senator John Cornyn. China, India, Germany, uh, Japan, other countries... (laughs) are using American-discovered technologies in solar and wind, and they're rushing them to the marketplace. The United States is losing a major economic transformational moment until we begin to do something. Cornyn responded by arguing that the bill would impose a new tax on Americans. The Where I disagree with them is that we need to tax the American consumer and the American business uh, at a time when, uh, with an energy tax, a new energy tax. Kerry then countered Cornyn with actual facts from actual studies and stuff, countering that well-worn GOP talking point that creating a market for carbon amounts to an energy tax. Every major study that has been done by a legitimate group shows that there are hundreds of thousands of jobs to be created if you pass our legislation. Now, there's no tax in our bill. Unfortunately, there are some folks who call anything and everything that's dreamed up in Washington a tax. They will say anything to continue supporting the fossil fuel industry instead of we, the people. Read much more about all of this at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can subscribe and download the Green News Report on iTunes. Follow us night and day on Twitter and listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report.